Pedders' new world-first vehicle weight matrix software. Know your weight at pedders.com.au. Margo, last week the Wallabies played in game one of the Bledisloe Cup and uh, from what I could Did see... They? Did they actually play? Well, they were there f- <laughs> in the first half. They actually went in at half time with a one-point lead. Could you please just tell me how much they lost by in the end? Uh, 25 points. Yes, 25 points. Tonight they take on the All Blacks at Eden Park in New Zealand, a place that they haven't actually won since 1986. So what we thought we'd do, given it was so long ago, I was five, um, we need to speak to someone who was there on that day. So we've been good enough to be joined by 19-test Wallaby Andrew Slack, who was part of that, uh, well, historical game now because it's been so long since we've won. Andrew Slack joins us on the Dead Set Legend. Slack, you take us down memory lane. What was that day like in 1986? Well, thanks for reminding us you were five. Um, <laughs> well, well, it was good in the end. Um, I mean, you know, it's a different world, of course, then. It was, you know, it was about 25 prime ministers ago, and, um, <laughs> you know, there was a long tour. It was a seven-week, six-week tour, and there were three test matches in that tour, and, you know, it went into it one all. And, um, look, to be honest, the, the one thing I re- remember about it is, uh, and people sort of would not believe this, but I had a dream that we would win 22-6. <gasps> and had, had we been allowed to punt or if there was punting available <laughs> well, I, I probably wouldn't have backed it up but anyway I, I seriously had a dream that night that we would win 22-6 we won 22-6 that is sensational but when I woke up, it was wet that morning, and I thought, oh, this is not good for us. But it, the weather cleared, and, you know, everything went right, which is pretty well what needs to happen today. Take everything us, and a bit more. Take us through some of those names that were running around with you on that day. Well, Nick Farr-Jones was the key guy who went on to um, captain the Wallabies for the first World Cup in, uh, <clears throat> what, five years later, 91. Uh, Michael Liner was there, who... Obviously, was another World Cup captain, Campo, David Campisi. Um, who else was there? Uh, Enrique Rodriguez, Tommy Lawton. I mean, it was a good side. It was a good yeah. side just about um, at the top of their game. But probably in the next 12 months, we, we might not have beaten them. In fact, we didn't because it was the World Cup. But it was, you know, there's a lot of guys who played a lot of tests for Australia in that team. And, you know, like most sports, timing is, is everything. And, and the timing of the personnel we had was, uh, was perfect. Well, the timing that we have now isn't is far from perfect. Uh, playing as as a former player who played in the glory days when the Wallabies were up, how does it pain you to see the the state that the Wallabies are in currently? Well, you're not delighted about it. I mean, my personal, I, I don't get you know too fed up about it. I mean, ultimately, it's a game, it's a bit of sport, um, but you want to see the boys play well and get reward and you know particularly the fans I and mean, the hard nosed full supporting fans who, who just keep getting kicked in the guts I do I do feel for them um, so look it's it's obviously not ideal um, but I'm an optimist and and while you know clearly last week was pretty unacceptable for a professional team to to play as poorly in some areas as they did They've done that a bit in the last couple of years and then bounced back the following week. So, you know, I'm not full of pessimism for this afternoon or this evening. It's, you know, we're unlikely to win would be the go, but there's two in it and and we'll be better than we were last week. And if we're not better than we were last week, things aren't looking good. Is there some pressure on Michael Chica uh, in and around this test and going forward? Is his job potentially on the line? Well, I, I read something today saying every coach is a, a prisoner to their record, mm. and his his record isn't special. Um, and I think he's lost five of his last six tests. The record against the All Blacks over his three or four years is poor. So, um, the, you know, the the real facts of professional sport 
is that if the coach doesn't get a decent winning record, he'll eventually bite the dust. So should should we lose? I think particularly if we lose badly tonight, play badly and lose. I think if we play well and it's tight, people will buy it. If we play badly and lose, he's under heavy pressure. Who takes over his role? Are you available? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Margo, you've got a lot no, to say. I, I'm, uh, I'm jobbing for the Broncos gig. <laughs> well, it's, it's interesting, you say, interesting you say that, Margo, because within in the, you know, all the talk that goes on about these things, Wayne Bennett has been mentioned. Mm. Um, wow. Uh, which is an interesting thing. I mean, Wayne knows a little bit about rugby. He did, in fact, coach some rugby, I, I remember, many, many years ago. But, um, you know, they're looking at that sort of figure uh, in terms of uh, a people manager, um, so it's interesting. I mean, I don't think in a million years Wayne would take it, and they probably wouldn't uh, offer it to him. But it's, you know, it was an interesting thought. Um, I look, you know, everyone the, the Australian scene is is full of rookie coaches. Brad Thorns new on the job. Vessels at the Rebels is new on the job. Dan McKellar's new at the job. So there's no one really stands out. A couple of overseas guys have been spoken about, but. That's, that might be one thing that uh, is in Checker's favour. The, the queue of options isn't, isn't long. Well, if Margot was to coach, you know that everyone's Instagram game would be up tremendously. Uh, Andrew Slack, you played back in 1986, the last time we've been able to beat the All Blacks at Eden Park. What do they need to do tonight to get a win? Uh, well, obviously that set piece, which was appalling last week, is, uh, is the key. If they don't do that, you just don't get anywhere. So they get that first, and then capitalised. The one thing that was sort of missed a bit about last week's performance is they got themselves in some pretty good situations. But you've got to score when you get in those situations. You've got to take the opportunities. So, you know, and Michael Hooper was saying, oh, we got there, but, you know, the last pass went astray. Well, the last pass can't go astray is the bottom line. Um, so any opportunity they get, if, if you get six opportunities to score, they've got to score four times. Last, last week they might have got six opportunities and didn't score. So it's, um, you know, it's about those two things, set piece and taking opportunity. Andrew Slack, former Wallaby, mate, thank you so much for joining us on the Dead Set Legends. Fingers crossed that they can get something done that they haven't been able to do in 32 years tonight when they take on the All Blacks. Thanks for having a chat to the Dead Set Legends. Thanks, Sam. Thanks, Margo. We hope you enjoyed the Triple M Dead Set Legends. Catch them Saturday mornings from 10 on Triple M and if you missed the show, catch up with just a tap on the Triple M app. Brought to you by Pedders Weight Matrix. See pedders.com.au.